We are live, everyone, but I think most of us started drinking an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Well, 45 minutes or 15 minutes ago, whatever. Yeah, who's drinking now? You don't even know what is now the ultimate power in the universe. And welcome everybody to a live edition of Scarif Live. We are here with uh, <laughs> none of us are ready. Like I said before we started, I think all of us started uh, drinking about an hour ago because we are we are out there, man. We are gone. Um, make some adjustments here. Sits I'm just the scuttlebutt of Shanti's jokes. <laughs> yeah, lately, yeah, looks like it. You know what though? I can honestly say that the insults are coming from a good place they because are. well, you don't get any of the loving insults. <laughs> I, oh, I get them all. I get them all. If you, you were in see. the red five chat more, you would know <laughs> what he does. You would see. I get shredded. There. I get shredded. Welcome everybody in the chat. Look at all those wonderful, beautiful people. We got Amanda, we got Dave, we got uh, Tina, Nicole. Who's in there? Rogue Disney. We got Dan from Inside the Pod. Uh, who else is in there? Alan showed up a little earlier. I think uh, he's going to say hi and bye. And uh, thank you everyone in the chat. What a great group. Um, I think we are all, Megan is in there. Megan, how's it going? Lunar girl. Uh, thank you so much, uh, with her little, uh, blue wrench. What a beautiful thing. we got a really great group in the chat. Thank you guys for joining us. This is going to be a really, uh, really interesting night. Um, Dante, and you have to explain the, the, that chat already. No, what was this about ass licking already in the chat? <laughs> what is, what is this? What is this? You, can uh, you know Amanda what? It's, for that yeah, one. you can thank Amanda for that one. Thank you very much. We're gonna Thanks, kick some ass, or <laughs> but um, yeah. So I want to make a quick announcement. You know, um, Brad had brought it to our attention that there's some sort of like sports ball thing happening tomorrow. Usually our Scarif lives are on Sunday nights, but tonight we uh, we did it. Um, tonight on saturday and i think we're going to switch it to saturday because it seems to work out better for you huh brad yep and i think it works out better for a lot of brad wants (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's not just brad this is what happens when i get comfortable now you're really yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome (laughs) i mean brad i just want you to i I want to uh remind you uh oh we got a Where's the blue? Uh, where's the blue wrench? We got one. Oh, we got one we already. Got one? Yep, we already got one. And back to you. That's that's Klingon. We're popular. That's Klingon. Um, but yeah, so I, I think um, you call me a bitch in Klingon. <laughs> oh, at least you understand Klingon. You speak Klingon. <laughs> 
But uh, quick announcement. I guess we're going to do these Scarif Lives on Saturday. It seems to work out for a lot of people, especially uh, when it's a school night. We've got folks uh, from all over the country and uh, a couple of friends from the U.K., that I think uh, Saturday nights work out uh, a lot better. So thank you very much. Make some adjustments. Uh, join us on Saturdays for Scarif Live. As long as the Book of uh, Boba Fett is uh, playing, we'll be reviewing those on Saturday nights and whatever else uh, Disney Plus decides to drop on us, we'll be talking about those on Scarif Live. But uh, before we uh, start our main topic, uh, I wanted to ask you guys... Uh, oh, actually... Um, Let's not forget our guest. We have. Um, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. What? What's missing here? Oh, Poor guy. Uh, we got uh, Adam. What's up, Adam, my friend? How are you? From a oh, certain I'm, point I'm of view. Great. It feels great Forgotten to be friend. It feels great to be remembered. You know? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on? The screen isn't balanced anymore. <laughs> I'm great. How are you guys? Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks Where's for having mom? me. <laughs> How's My mom was doing great. My mom was doing great. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Far away from Cam, that's for sure. Well, thank you for joining us. We're going to talk about the book of something, somebody, right? Somebody's book. Mandalorian. We're going to talk about somebody's book, but uh, chapter five, the return of the Mandalorian, the uh, name of the chapter for the book of Boba Fett. Uh, before we start that, I wanted to go around the table and ask everyone. First of all, I had a really quick question for Brad. Oh God. Are you furry? <laughs> well, you might not know this. <laughs> He's got but an really answer. White guys like me tend to be furry. <laughs> Red five confessions. Yes. Red five confessions. That could be uh there you go. Another... Don't get too close. We're furry. <laughs> Um, but second question for everybody around the table here. I wanted to f uh, find out if you guys um, bought any cool new geek collectibles uh, throughout the week. You guys got anything? Uh, Brad, let's go with you first. Thanks. Uh, I'm going for I'm, I'm going for <laughs> quantity here. Not like I thought I had quality, but now uh, Chantal's uh, overcompensating. In so this I'm case, sure size matters. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, so we man. did, uh, we did some uh, thrift shopping uh, and uh, got the uh, old light, uh, the uh, art, oh, original art. Uh, oh, Darth, that's cool. Darth Vader. I like that one. Uh, to go along with the Star Killer. Very nice. Nice. Mm. And then uh, a couple members of the Bad Batch. Uh, we got uh, Crosshair and Tech. Very nice. Really cool. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, and what I thought was going to be really cool until <laughs> Chantal brought her little toy, uh, I was able to find a uh, 1999, um, this is from episode one, uh, Jeff Gordon, episode one card. Diecast. Diecast. Uh, and it's a limited edition. It's got Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan uh, there. It's got Darth Maul in the back corner there. And, of course, you can't have an episode one card. Uh, without uh, Jar Jar Binks in the Very other nice. Uh, but, don't uh, don't make that are... face, Shanti. Don't make that face. <laughs> uh, Brad, <laughs> does that, did it come with a case? Yeah. yeah. It did? Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Myrofoam case. No, no, no. I mean, does it have a, uh, a no, I'm plastic? Gonna one, I'm going to get one. I got, I got an extra one. 
Okay. Me measure it for me, and uh, let's make sure it fit. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's 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 to scale. <laughs> it's uh, to scale, of course. It's it a one twenty-eight. <laughs> I don't know. Inches uh, or. <laughs> It's, it's, it's in the metric system. Talking about right. it, it's many, that's not a good sign. Centimeters. <laughs> it's, it's centimeters, somewhere around there. Yeah. I think that I think that C wow, is an is. M. <laughs> um, uh huh. But, but those are those are nice collectibles. Um, those are nice. I like the I like the car. Uh, the car is like really cool. Car. Very yeah, nice. Go ahead and just do your thing, Um No, she's not. Okay. <laughs> Ladies oh, last in this So the last time I did something when I put the camera on one of my um Black Series walls, um ninety seven Bravo must have like zoomed in and, and paused the screen and, and and everything. And he realized that I had two Darth Revens and he direct messaged me and he said, Hey bro, let's do a trade. Uh, uh I usually <laughs> what kind you of know, question I, was that? Right. He usually I usually buy like two of like if I like a figure I'll buy two one to open one to display but I did I I, I just I never got around to opening that Darth Revan so I just kept them both in in the box um, so we traded I gave him I sent him a Darth Revan and um, I got one of his uh, Mandalorian uh, incinerator troopers which is kind of cool and it's the um, what is that the the carbonized graphic. Yeah, those are nice. Version, and the box is kind of shiny, but I, I'm figuring that the uh, the action figure is uh, caramelized or carbonized. Caramelized. Yeah. Car caramelized. caramelized. Like oh, the, like you the, can't cook. Like the onion. <laughs> um, but I also wanted to reiterate our friends over at After the Weekend Podcast, which is one of the Red Five's newest uh, members, um, Maria at the Geeky Crochet. Um, Ooh. <gasps> um yes it is they beautiful so beautiful and uh it's ahsoka we did a video interview with her if you look uh if you look on our uh youtube page um i i did a quick interview with her well not so quick but she is beautiful it's one of the wonderful things in my uh, collection impressive. so check them out Yes. Maria and R2 the Icky after the weekend podcast. They are reviewing or talking about never ending story. Okay. You're up, Shanti. What do you got? Adam, you have nothing? No. Okay. Um, I got Oh, wait, you want to go last? We can go we can make you know. go last. No, no, Adam. Adam. Let's do Adam. Let's yeah. do Adam. Yeah, do me because hers is just gonna kill everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get this this week, but I got it uh, a couple weeks ago. So recently, I guess. Um, but this is the R two D two Tamagotchi that came out. Oh yeah! Unfortunately, it already went through the wash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my laughs> so he, his circuits got a little fried. I missed. But it was really cool, um, and I might even get another one. Just kind of maybe keep this one on the shelf or something, but uh, you know, it was it was pretty cool. It, it has like two. It had like two games. Uh, I think a third one that you can unlock. Uh, some characters pop up every, every once in a while. You know, Grievous, Stormtrooper, Yoda, um, stuff like that. So I want one. Um, it was pretty cool, and 
I think I said I might have to get another one. So I had him nice. when I was in middle school, so I would love to. Have yeah, him. I did too. I did. Oh too. man. Yeah. yeah I had apparently they have them in two colors. One's uh, white, and then this one's a like a see-through plastic blue. My and, sister and I uh, were so bad. <laughs> we played with them in church. <laughs> oh, I did too. Okay, good. I don't feel so bad. Yeah. Now. And my dad was the pastor, so. <gasps> <laughs> oh but, wow! Uh, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It was like seventeen bucks. So <laughs> very nice, very very nice. I had a Rancor one. It kept dying. <laughs> Wouldn't feed it. Didn't you have didn't enough. Bond with it. Sometimes overfed. I didn't bond with it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bond with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, got, it's, got a, it's got an imprint on you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Rose good on imprinting on things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to say a quick uh, hello to uh, Kane, my buddy Kane. He is the voice of Sentry Mode. What's up? How you doing? Kane, thank you very much for uh, stopping by. And um, I told him to stick around for Shanti's collectible because uh, he is also a Batman fan. Oh, good. And... Um, what do you got? God, please don't break. <clears throat> yeah, is your water out of the way? Yeah, it is. It's on the floor. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see what we got. Damn. Here it is. Wow. Look at that. And that's a Lego that really cool. Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Bad ass. Look at that. It is really beautiful. How long does that take to build? Uh, Honestly, I probably could have done it a lot quicker, but I had to pace myself. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Open that door. He gets so into it. Open Um, that uh, hatch again. Maybe a week or so. Wow. I'm really scared. And then if you lift off, hold on, if you take, there are two pieces that you pull off here. Take it off, Shawnee. I will. And (laughs) (laughs) when you turn this part here in the back, I don't know if you can see because I can't tell. It raises the guns. Oh, wow. It's hard to tell because of the background. Oh, no, I see it. You can see it? Oh, yeah. Very nice. Everybody's. uh... That's really cool. And I love it because it came with this little rotating platform so you can just put it on you can literally oh, just cool. spin it and it's really really beautiful <laughs> wow the bat wing is gorgeous too but <sighs> wow that is really cool and it's a fun um, build i'm sad that it's over <laughs> you have another one that you're building now no no i did the bat wing first which and i and that was I a little really smaller right through it was less pieces but it mm-hmm. looks bigger than the uh it looks bigger really? than the Batmobile. yes oh wow I want the ad at. Yes. But it's just don't put a flower in the butthole. Okay. Who did that? Brad <laughs> Brad is like, did I miss something? <laughs> that like, it sounds like a, it sounds like a failed. You need to see it to art. believe it. That's that's a failed yeah. hallmark. Just don't yeah. put a flower in the butthole. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the book of Boba Fett, The Return of the Mandalorian here on Scarefly.
All right, guys. Um, you know, uh, night and day with this series. It's, uh, it's almost it's, like a different show. It, it is. It's almost like a different character <laughs> and a different show. You know, I the one thing I got to say is, you know, before I, I said I was going uh, to be really uh, critically uh, hard on, on the book of Boba Fett uh, because, you know, it's, Boba Fett is just, you know, he's an interesting character. Whether whether the character is interesting in your mind or if you think, you know, obviously he got very limited screen time in the original trilogy, all the 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 bad acidry of the of uh, of of the character kind of is built up in our minds because of the expanded universe, legends, stories, comic books, all that stuff. But nevertheless, fans still love him no matter where you pull your canon from. He's still a favorite character. And I think um when they announced that they were going to do this book of Boba Fett series, you know, fans obviously wanted um, something to go along with that. Um, I don't think a lot of us are getting that, but this episode of the book of Mandalor of the book of the Mandalorian, you see, you see what happens? Um, this is I, graphic. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, this, this episode of this series really went a long way to to satisfying my particular itch when it comes to um, the richness the richness of the visuals um, and even the storytelling. I think uh, you know the the first couple of chapters of the Book of Mandalorian are a little choppy for me, um, and we've discussed already a lot of what we feel is, is lacking in the series uh, up to date in previous review shows. Um, but I do want to give props to uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she is technically a, a, a wonderful director. She did a lot of really great things in this, in this chapter. And um, you know, I'm glad that it was announced that she's going to come back and, and, and shoot more, you know, direct more episodes of the Mandalorian. Um, starting with this one, I guess, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Um, is it weird not to have the, the title character in an episode of his own show? Of course it is. Um, has it never been done? No, I think it's it's been done. But um, I guess let's go around the, the, the table and, and start uh, discussing. I know, you know, we uh, we each have our, um, our likes, our dislikes. But uh, let's start with uh, Just Brad. Overall impressions of of this chapter of the Book of Mandalorian. Uh, I mean, the uh, Bantha in the room aside, the fact that this was a Boba Fett show that didn't uh, feature Boba Fett uh, for a TV show, this was a really great show. Uh, I feel like they added that little bit with Fennec at, at the end, like, oh, shit, uh, we forgot to tie this into uh, Boba at all. Uh, we'll just have Fennec talk to him for two minutes. And it's, it's a Boba Fett show. Um, but uh, overall... Um, if to like, for a Boba Fett show, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, I mean, whatever for a TV show, it was great because for me, uh, those were a lot of we all when when the Mandalorian ended, still had a lot of questions about what the hell was the purge, um, and how did they survive and all that kind of good stuff. There was a lot of holes that still needed to be filled. Um, when the Mandalorian got done and this was a great episode uh, to uh, 
Are you okay, Shanti? <laughs> you you said good. something that triggered her. Trying to be good. You said something that good. Something about holes being filled. Stop holes being goes. filled. Okay, all the holes got filled that we needed to get filled. I can't look right. at Ro. All right. <laughs> he looks at me. He was waiting for the reaction. But Go, um, Go. that was ridiculous. Um, so, um, so it answered a lot of questions that we had. Um, coming from the Mandalorian. I thought it was a great backstory there. Um, you know, obviously it wasn't a Boba Fett show, but for me, I thought it was, you know, everything that happened in the show, I thought was amazing. Uh, we'll get into more details on the dark saber and some of the specific scenes. Um, but I, I thought it was a very entertaining show overall. I, I agree. Uh, let's go down to Adam, uh, from a certain point of view, Adam, um, your overall thoughts on the, the, the episode, the, the chapter. Yeah, it's hands down my favorite episode of the show so far. And I'm going to echo what Danny said. She's basically said exactly what I was going to say. That's kind of a problem also because it wasn't really an episode of Boba Fett. You know, it was a Mandalorian episode. And so while that's awesome and I loved it and it was easily my favorite of this quote unquote season book, whatever this is, um, it was the best episode of the wrong show, you know, <laughs> that is a great quote, the best episode of the wrong show. And, um, yeah, I don't know how to, uh, how else to say that it's, um, it's a little odd. Um, but, um, I know Star Wars Newsnet, um, got some flack for one of their latest posts regarding the book of Boba Fett. They claimed that, um, the show doesn't know what to do or how to portray itself. And it was a little obvious, um, with, uh, this latest chapter, um, the tonal difference between the not only the the production but the way they told their story and obviously we're a little bit more familiar with the story of the Mandalorian now that we're two seasons in, uh, you know out um and and the book of boba fett story is still being told but it's it's being told in such a weird um disjointed way that uh that does kind of cause a problem um but uh, Chantel, I know you've got notes, but what is your overall reaction to this episode, whether you want to relate it to the book of Boba or the book of Mando? What are your thoughts? I loved this episode and I'm pissed off that I loved this episode. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see that. I can. Mm -hmm. I'm I can upset that it there. was good. Yeah. And that it had nothing to do with Boba and that I didn't care that he wasn't even in the episode. Um, do you guys care uh, the same way that Shanti does? Brad, do you care that Boba Fett was not even in his own show and this was the best one? Didn't care. <clears throat> um, I mean, Be yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it, it's, at that, it's at this point where, because <clears throat> how many episodes do we have left? Two. 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 So it, it's at this point where I think we need to start talking holistically. Um, I don't want to. I mean, I think, yeah, I've been defending it the whole the whole time. I've been an apologist for it, really, the entire time. But it's at this point where I think we need to start talking holistically of why didn't this season work? Is it the – is it the – I mean, because, yes, we have the things like the visuals and stuff like that, but I think there's more bigger picture things here that we probably should talk about. Was there a – just a general lack of story going into it? Uh 
<clears throat> is it just the writing? Is the directing? Is uh, Tamora Morrison at all uh, to blame for it? Um, for for if you want to call it the failing uh, of the show, uh, I think we have enough now to review. Like we're all so refreshed that we had this great show, uh, as Shanti said, that had nothing to do with with Boba. Uh, so I mean, I think now it's like, <clears throat> why hasn't this show worked uh, altogether? And is it recoverable at this point with just a couple shows left? I want to put up a comment by Rogue Disney. Uh, you can tell it was a different script team and filming crew and stunts unit. Um, I agree with that. I had posted that on Twitter, and I, I you know, I, I kind of said that it almost seemed like um, that the book of Boba Fett was handled by the B team, and. Uh, you know, not to be insulting to the production crew, but like I said, just, you know, this episode just really changed the tone of, of, of the show, of any show, whether whether it was a Book of Boba Fett chapter or not. And I don't know why that is. Um, I don't know. You know, the uh, the, the pacing is different the 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 method of telling the story is different I, I i don't know if if we get a little bit of a slowdown because they were going back and forth back to tank flashbacks and stuff like that um and you know i said it before i think that first episode was so short they were telling the two flash back to tank right yeah. the flash back to tank exactly <laughs> but you know I, I i don't know um back to the it was future. also a darker episode too the episode to me was just more serious and i already said it the entire all the episodes leading up to this have just felt silly to me and cartoonish and this just felt more adult to me and i think din is just a more intriguing character you haven't given me anything that says boba's awesome i think he's a nitwit i think he's being played very dumbed down and i don't like it i think he's a so, I think he's a fool, honestly. Are, are, you put, are you putting that on tomorrow or are you putting that on the writing? Oh, I think it has to be the writing. Because, I think it's the writing. I don't yeah. think it's him. I mean, tomorrow, I, you know, he was on that stream saying yeah. to the writers that I, I don't want to say all this. I don't want to say as much as you guys are giving me. Can you give my character a little bit more mystery, a little bit more mystique? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's that whole Mark Hamill thing. Yeah. I don't agree with, with the character the way you're writing it again. And I hope it's not that. Um, and it's, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that extreme. Um, but the, you know, there is definitely a, a very weird, uh, you know, difference in tone between the shows. Um, and I know, you know, Star Wars has a, an inkling of humor from time to time and, and it's not, you know, in your face MCU humor, but you know, sometimes the book of Boba Fett d- does have these moments where they are you know, trying for that humor and it just, uh, it's, it's like it just doesn't tunes. work. Yeah. Um, somebody said, and I think it might've be, it might've been Brad on a previous show, uh, or maybe not, but, uh, the fact that you can't have two badass bounty hunters in the same like universe in the same storytelling. Um, does anybody remember that comment? Brad, did you say that? Or somebody, somebody said that. I don't know if it maybe it was. I disagree with that. Let's <laughs> see why well, you can't. Right. I mean, the, the, the comment I made was, wasn't that. The comment I made was Boba is a bounty hunter uh, and and now he's not. So I thought they were, I thought they were going to focus on that, like him trying to change. Like, and, you know, I apologize for the first two episodes because I, 
I did like the flashback, you know, like getting caught up to where he's at. I didn't know they were going to continue like that the entire right. freaking season. Um, so I guess that's what you're talking about with, with the pacing there. Um, but you know, if, um, it just, it just falls flat, you know, it, you know, either like make up your mind, like either have him be a badass bounty hunter who's just ruthless or he's just got to get over this shit and, and figure something out. But right now it's just like, they, they don't have a way this there. This is the way with Mandalorian, but they have no way. Yeah. What do you say to the people that he, he never was a ruthless character. This, you know, we're, we're finding out really what type of character he is and we're not letting the story play out. So he, he's got the thing with that is I understand we didn't see it, but <clears throat> as we've said on previous episodes, he had street cred with the empire so far up to Darth Vader. Right. So he did have street cred with them, you know, with no disintegration. So, you know, Darth Vader in, for the entire galaxy knew this bounty hunter by name. So whether or not we saw it in Empire or Return of the Jedi, he had the credibility, um, at least with the Empire. Um, so, uh, you know. I've always based it off of Han Solo's reaction to him in Return of the Jedi when he's yeah. coming out of the blindness and you just see him going, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. So when I'm seeing that reaction from Han Solo, my assumption is, and I know they say you should never assume, but my assumption is this is somebody who should be feared. This is somebody that even Han Solo is like, holy crap, Boba Fett is here. And then you give me this, you know what I mean? So, and then again, for me, I've just never connected with Boba Fett. To me, he was such a side character in the original trilogy. And that could also be why I'm not enjoying this show, because I have actually never have understood the obsession with him to begin with. You're but canceled. I, I, You're canceled. Hey, well, then um, me too, because to... that was where I was with Boba Fett. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean... All I know is the movies. All I know is the original trilogy. He's been one of my least favorite characters because yeah. he's... It's never... He's just never been that interesting to me. And I... I was fine with not getting a Boba Fett movie. Um, I, I liked what they did with him in The Mandalorian, so I was willing to give mm -hmm. Boba Fett a try. Me too. Um, is he a different character uh, in The Mandalorian versus what what we're seeing now? To me, he is. Yeah, he was he was more awesome yeah. than that. And like, yeah. we didn't, well, I, I want to see that guy. And I want to ask. I, I think um, Adam, I'm not sure if you have, but maybe folks in the chat, if anybody has read the Bounty Hunter comic book series that not they've been yet. putting out, um, it maybe so, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe if anybody in chat uh, reads the comics. And I just want to know how they've been betraying, uh, portraying him in the comics. Is he still being portrayed as a badass in those comics? Because those are canon now. Previous stuff wasn't canon. Uh, I just want to know if anybody's read those. Um, and if how he's like, what time frame is that? Uh, so it looks like a couple of people may have read it. Uh, what time frame is that? And how is he being portrayed in the comics? Because it's certainly not being reflected in the show. That's another issue I have is catering, you know, I mean, I feel like it really should be for everybody. So yeah, to sit there and exclude people like myself who don't read the books, don't read the comics, I do feel it is a little unfair. I mean, it, it, you know, it pushes me to want to read. Obviously I'll sit there and I'll look them up and I'll see, you know, how the character is developed outside of the movies, but I just don't have the time to catch up and read all that stuff. 
But do you? you know, I don't think that uh, the problems that we have, as we're discussing this on this show, I don't think that the problems that we have with Boba Fett as a character is because we don't know yeah, what's happening around him. It's it's what we're seeing in the show that's not jiving. Yeah, because from what I know, he is supposed to be very badass mm-hmm. in the comic books from everything that I've been reading and talking to everybody. So I am really surprised that this is what we're getting, like watered down. So I, I want to say real quick, um, I, it may sound like I'm bashing. I actually like this show. Um, it has problems for me, at, you know, like we've all mentioned. But I've actually, for the most part, enjoyed the show. It's not my favorite. Uh, and to be honest, I think that this last episode was so telling about the series as a whole. Um, if, for me, this last episode solidified the fact that they never should have taken a year off of Mando. You know, yeah. this should be Mando season three right now. We should be watching That's Mando season three right it. now. The Boba Fett thing should have been its own separate thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. the, the, and, and I don't know, like a two hour or two episode thing, you know, spend one episode catching up on his backstory, spend another episode doing this Tatooine mm-hmm. um, thing maybe even like a two hour Disney plus exclusive movie or something like that. Um, For me, this episode solidified that, you know, while, while I do like the show, this isn't the show that we should be watching right now, in my opinion. Agreed. There, yeah, I said earlier that uh, it's like night and day and it really is, you know, the production aspect of chapter five is so much different visually than the rest of the book of Boba Fett. Um, let's um, let's switch gears a little bit and then just kind of go through the episode and some of the things that were stunning and 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 praiseworthy. Um, one of the things that I really really enjoyed, obviously, was the uh, in the meatpacking plant. You've got uh, the the the, the uh, really awesomely choreographed fight between the. Um, the the bulldog uh, meat cutter dudes deadliest catch <laughs> the deadliest catch guys uh yeah but um that was pretty well done i loved uh brutal, brutal by the way yeah very yeah. brutal and you know here's the thing i have said in the past that uh, we are we are getting a watered down uh version of a show but um Chopping that uh, character in half and cutting his head off kind of uh, blew me out of the water. Right, right. That's, so that's what, that's what Boba should be doing. That's yeah. the problem. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You know, I want to see you, some beheadings. <laughs> you know, you, you talked about the Klaatuinians. One thing I like about the show, we're, we're trying to give credit where credit's due on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, they have focused more on some of the uh, lesser known species, uh, like having a you know, having that place, uh, fact, you know, meat factory. Uh, there, there you go, Shanti, a meat factory. I just I said meat. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, focusing on some of those lesser known species and, and you know, bringing them in the spotlight, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Night of a Thousand Tears, oh. which is, you know, I, I uh, you know, Ro and I were kind of watching at the same time. I mean, that was straight Terminator feel uh, on that one. Like, how menacing were the probe droids? You know, mm-hmm. just searching, and then just the other ones, the the, the K two uh, droids, just you know, offing yeah. whoever they found. Um, and I didn't, and, I didn't notice the K twos until the, my second viewing. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, they made the K twos look straight Terminator on that one, yeah. and uh, 
you know what I what I really loved about the the dark saber on this one is um, I kind of got a um, the the symbolism there uh, a sort of a, a Lord of the Rings sort of burden type feel where the more you work the more you had to use the sword uh, the heavier it got yeah um, that and, was interesting for me yeah um, and then for her to for the armorer to train him on how to not work against the 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 dark saber. Um, I thought there was some really good symbolism there, and I, and I thought that was a nice, you know, because you have this, number one, they, they mentioned some good Mandalorians um, from the lore, you know, um, Tar Vizsla, um, Jedi and Mandalorian, you know, men- mentioning that kind of stuff, bringing that lore into it. Um, I, I thought that was really cool, and I, and I love seeing him practice. And uh, I love the other, uh, the big dude challenging him for the Darksaber. I thought that was really cool, too. I love the lessons. I love uh, the armor's uh, teaching there. Um, it was a really, really great scene. And again, you know, the, 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 the amount of detail that went into shooting everything, you know, from the little m- mice in, um, in the panels of the ship as it's being built. Uh, you know, even some of the little details, the little nods, the choreography of the fight when they were training, when he falls off the the um, the um, the walkway there and, you know, he rockets back up. I mean, stuff like that, little things like that goes a long way to kind of, you know, making making for a better world. Because if they were just fighting, you know, one thing that I noticed, too, in, in, in rewatch for the book of Boba Fett early on, there were just static shots. And the actors would do their thing. And I think that bothered the hell out of me. And you can tell that they were in front of the volume. And here's here's the shot. Lock the camera down. Go. Right. Um, you know, as the episodes got a little bit more, you know, progressive into the sh- into the series, like episode two and episode three, then there was you'd start to do a little bit more motion, a little bit more motion. And um, there's a lot of it, obviously, in this fifth chapter. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard has uh, a very unique eye for for that sort of thing, um, especially I'm very I was very impressed with the single shot uh, when he walks into the elevator, when he delivers the head, he walks into the elevator, they stay on him, they the he comes out, there's a promenade, you can tell it's kind of like a Las Vegas feel to it. They turn the corner. They go into this other room. The uh, the client and everybody are, are having their meals there. He puts the head on the table. The camera goes behind them, and it's still a continuous shot. Nobody's cutting away to anything. They do their little thing. Uh, the camera follows him out. They're back in the promenade, back in the elevator. The the scene changes. You can see the, the levels going up, and then he gets out of the elevator. They, they tilt down to his legs. And then they cut away. But that one sequence was phenomenal. And I'm like, holy crap, why don't they do this in the rest of the series? Um, again, uh, credit where credit is due. But, the you know, Bryce Dallas Howard definitely has a, a, a feel for the technical. I love the fact and, and I'm going to like reexamine that shot. But I think it's two volume sets uh, with the elevator shaft being the separator of the two, because mm-hmm. that was that was kind of a wide uh, field of view um, and a lot wider than what we're used to in the book of Boba Fett where you know you see the Tuscan scenes and it, it just kind of looks like they're sitting inside a warehouse um, instead of uh, uh, Tatooine um, but you know these are the things that bother me as a behind the scenes guy where I don't want to have to 
pull from two sets of criteria to tr- critique Star Wars on the small screen versus Star Wars on the big screen. And Brad, I'm with you. Um, this episode looked phenomenal, looked really great. It was almost like a, a mini movie that could have been, you know, part of something bigger. I, I think, um, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I think, I think Adam nailed it. A, a two hour Boba special, uh, of, of, uh, what happened, uh, to Boba, how do we get here? Uh, and then continue on with this episode right here, uh, with, with the, with the Mandalorian. Um, was anybody, uh, surprised. I mean, I guess we all kind of figured it was going to be the Mandalorian. Uh, did anybody think it was going to be Bo-Katan or anybody else showing up in the episode instead? No. I'm glad you brought that up because I wasn't really excited or anything when I saw him pop up just based on the music from the last episode. I actually wish they wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I knew right away after the title said The Return of the Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, there was no. I mean, I knew when they played the factor. music. Imagine if they played that music and then had like Toro Calican show up or something. <laughs> You'd like what that. A, what a bummer. <laughs> what else did everybody like? I went on a long diatribe of that one single shot, and you know, there's a lot more visually there that I can, um, you know, talk forever about. Um, but Adam, what are some of the other things that you liked visually uh, about this sh- uh, episode? I mean, visually, solely visually, I, I really liked the uh, you know, kind of this space station feel that that ring thing. Oh then, my uh, god! Yes, very cool. And then I I really like how you know the armor is kind of hanging out in this underside uh, underbelly type of this thing, uh, you know, almost like space all around. I thought that mm. was really cool, re- really moody looking. Um, it was very know, sci-fi. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned the volume, and I, I said on our show a, f- a few episodes ago that I feel like the early episodes of this kind of we saw the limitations of the volume. Yes. Um, I, I feel like the Mandalorian episodes maybe covered that up a little bit better, or maybe they knew how to work with it better. I don't know. Uh, I th- but I think I f- you're right. I feel like we're. I feel like the first few episodes you started to feel a little bit cramped in some of these shots, and that was all gone. Uh, this felt, this felt much better. Uh, so I don't know if it's Bryce Dallas Howard having that experience, you know, using that in the last two seasons of Mando, you know, knowing how to utilize that. So it doesn't feel, you know, like it did the first episode Mm -hmm. or two of this, of this season. Uh, so I don't know what that was, but it felt a lot better for me. What if, um, the first part of the book of, uh, Boba Fett was filmed, before um, that second lockdown that we had when when all production kind of stopped for a while. And what if all of this stuff is actually like early volume production work where they really didn't have a handle on things, and that's why we're noticing kind of that sort of, of difference. And, you know, they did have a that lockdown, I think, for... Well, I mean, the first Mando season used a lot, and that was before lockdowns. So you right. think that they would have that ironed out by now? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think this show is second tier, is what it is. <laughs> and no, I'm being serious. I don't think this was meant to surpass uh, yeah. anything at all. And I, I think, honest, yeah, I, I honestly they think used the that, Mando crew for this episode. Yeah. And I honestly think that they just didn't Fett. have quite enough for Boba. <laughs> yeah, 
and uh so we kind of ended up with almost like three different plot threads through this seven episode series that we're now following through so i I think that it's kind of a a mishmash of ideas and some of them are are working some of them aren't so it's it's a filler season and that's the problem it is a filler that's a filler episode is is fine a filler season is it's Something not. Else I have and patience. I, I would rather have just waited for season three of Mando, and I would have been completely <clears throat> content with that instead of you giving me this that I personally feel sorry to say that I've been wasting my time. Um, something that Star Wars Newsnet also said that uh, Adam, I think, goes along to your point. It feels like uh, the Book of Boba Fett is uh, f- the first draft of something that they wanted to do. I agree. Um, I, I, it, I agree. It, it definitely feels that way. Um, but we lost two viewers, so let's uh, let's turn this uh, frown but, but, upside but down. But they obviously had this planned out, though, right? I mean, they they at the end of this is the best show though. of Star Wars ever. Come back, viewers. Come back, viewers. Yeah. This is like when we just start talking about the Last Jedi in our early episodes, row and just the, the viewers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> down to our uh, two core viewers. That was nice. I'm not trying well, I mean, to hate on it. They, they obviously no, had this either, planned yeah. out, right? Or do they not? Do they throw up the book of Boba Fett at the end of Mando and then at that it feels point? Feels like they, they were writing it as they were shooting it. Yeah. You know, one thing that uh, executive producer and director uh, Robert Rodriguez said before this show uh, aired, he said, "We are going to over deliver." I haven't seen any of that yet. What is he Honestly, talking about? I don't know. <laughs> We talked, about, we talked about this on our show. It blows my mind. I don't know what he was talking about that whole time. It was uh, the car race. Was he, the, he, said, he said that, yeah, he said that thing about, that. he said that thing about over delivering. He said that thing about, you know, the trailer was from the first half of the first episode. Uh, you know, the, the first episode was <laughs> way too much after that, that they can't get into it. I don't know what he was talking about there because none of that was true. Maybe well, these last next two episodes are going to blow our minds. So, so I was going to talk on that row. So, uh, number one, you asked anything else we liked. Uh, he said wizard. All right, so points yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for saying wizard. Points for, uh, I mean, Easter eggs uh, of this episode overall yeah, were I mean, he, he was oh, first yeah. rate. First yeah. rate stuff. You know, in the Dune Sea, you know, doing, mm-hmm. doing the pod race. You know, this is pod racing. Loved all that but, stuff. Uh, the question I was going to pose to you guys is what needs to be done? What would have to happen in, in these last two these last two episodes for you to be satisfied, <laughs> for you to be able to call this season a success? Hire the crew that just did the Mandalorian uh, episode. Um, yeah, I mean, for... for Okay, so now we got all that stuff out of the way. We know his relationship with the Tuscans. We know, you know, the Pikes are around. Um, no one cares about the Pikes, by the way. No one, no one cares about Pikes. I like Pikes. Yeah, I, mean, I, they're, they're, I like Pikes. They're cool in the I like, that they're, I like that they're there. They're in the Clone like Wars. It. That was cool, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I like it's it. Solo, but I guess I, like it. I will. I'll echo Adam. I'll be in your <laughs> corner, Adam. I like the All Pikes right. too. I think um, they were badass in the. Well, we haven't seen badass uh, Pikes uh, in live action. They were pretty badass in the in the uh, animated series, but um, I don't know. What will it take? You know, these last two episodes. Um, I know a lot of people. Uh, have uh given shit to other accounts that say that there's a lot of pressure going into the last two episodes but there is i mean you know give us uh give us something better i don't know uh, you asked this a couple of shows ago what what is the end goal 
Do, do we know what the what's what's the climax, Shanti? What's the what's the climax of this show? What is what is the climax we've all been waiting for? It all depends. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if we're really just having the show to watch him just write a rancor. I mean, that's really silly. I'm sorry. I mean. Oh, that's right. Is that really like all we're watching this for? I mean, <laughs> that might be the payoff. To be honest, I mean, I'm. I'm and then glad that's that we're, sad, I, and that's I, terrible. Honestly, that that's I'm, the only thing yeah. you're looking forward to is him writing a rancor. I mean, that's that's not <laughs> enough for me. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I agree. I, I, I agree. That's not enough for me the either. The plot I mean. is not good. The writing is not good. Wait, the plot is not. The, the plot is not the important. Plot, the plot is not. Important. The plot I is secondary. That comment. I could not believe that comment blew me away. There's been no your mama jokes, so that's good. I mean, that's, that's, def, that's definitely someone's learning. But you know, it's, it's interesting because the 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 uh, the end goal definitely I don't see it yet. And I know we've got a lot of people in the chat. They're like, well, you know, the story's not finished telling yet mm-hmm. but i think you know does he want to be uh does he want to be a a, a a mob kingpin does he want to rule with respect does, what is what does he want to do i mean it's been kind of a mixed message uh from the get-go uh yeah i don't know but um you know, somebody also mentioned that we are gearing up for kind of a an Avengers style end game uh, confrontation um, type war, mm-hmm. um, and I'll ask you guys what mm-hmm. you think. I'll ask you guys what you think right after we say thank you to some of our patrons. All right, time for the big thank yous, podcast family, to those of you that support the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. Team Scarif gives you all a heartfelt thank you, wonderful people who have found it in their hearts to support our show. We're super lucky to have you. Hello there. Folks like Amanda, Jedi Caligula 89, Joey Rosales, what up, Joey? The Salty Crew at the Salty Nerd Podcast, Alex and Matt. Super fan of many of the Red 5 pods, Nicholas Schaefer. Follow him at Backyard Tardis. What's up, Nick? Our Star Wars celebration friend, Chad, at Hyperspace and Holocrons. Jay from Florida. Our other Floridian, Frank, at the Garrison level. Big thanks. And certainly not least, our executor level patrons, 97 Bravo and the Convergence Podcast. And Scott and Kim from the Used and Abused podcast. Big thanks, you Red Fivers. Go give them a follow. Huge respects to all our patrons for your support. And if you want to become more involved in the Scare of Scuttlebutt community and feel like becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash scare of scuttlebutt. And remember, we can't have the scuttle without the butt. Don't forget, it's always sunny on Scarif with patrons like you. I like the butt.
But our patrons are wonderful. Thank you very much. We have uh, ScarifCon 2022 programmed for July 23rd. Stay tuned for more details. We want to thank our patrons for helping us put that together. Um, more details to come. But uh, as I said before, what is the end game? Um, we got two episodes of the book of Boba Fett uh, lined up. Uh, and I, I think this was supposed to be a one-off season, correct? Yeah. But then so. again, they, they said that with the Bad Batch, and then all of a sudden they said, hey, we're getting more Bad Batch. But I don't know. All right. So, end game. Um, what are we talking about? What uh, what are some of our predictions uh, for the uh, end of this thing, man? I literally have no prediction. Back to I, don't, I don't know where the end game thing goes. <laughs> I, I really don't. I can't. Well, uh, they're going. So we've I, spent I, all this time saying that we, they they got to prepare for war, right? Right. So, right. but I, I I mean, if if Endgame implies like a team up, I don't I, I don't know if he's going back get, for Grogu. We might. He's going yeah. back for Grogu, but I don't think he brings Grogu with him. Um, no, no, that's that's honestly, season three. Yeah. No, yeah, that's for Mando. That's going back yeah. to Mando. Uh, so I mean, we got Mando and Boba. Dave Filoni is directing this next episode. We might get another character there that he seems to like to direct his, you know, animation characters. So we might get maybe like a cat main or something like that. I don't know. Um, but I mean, I think that would probably be, I don't see a lot of like a bunch of characters coming in to, to fight this war, especially this late in the game. Yeah. Yeah. The war is him. Fennec, the, 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 the biker gang thing and, and yeah sons of anarchy no he's got uh, and special eight, special k he's got okay. eight, he's got eight people in his in his army so i don't know what kind of war we're looking at here yeah and i think we've established uh that this uh what do they call the group of mandos that hide in the sewers the covert yeah there's only two there's of them they're, they're staying. I don't think they're not going to be involved. They're, I don't think yeah. they'll be involved. No. I don't know if we get Tuscans. You know, maybe word is passed around Tuscan. That's what I was thinking. Actually. Tuscan land camps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that you know, Boba's a, a friend, so maybe we get some Tuscans coming in. To That's actually what I, I thought know. was. This is where it was going to go when they were showing us all the yeah, flashbacks. That he yeah. was going to have him like an ace in a hole. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And then they died. And then they died. And then they died. <laughs> yeah, right. And then they died. Okay. All right. Slaughtered. Never mind. Maybe the last one of them. The Not men, just the men. The, the children. <laughs> Women and children, too. Oh. All that sand. <clears throat> Yeah, and this it's, is, not like, uh, it's not like he's united all of Tatooine or anything. No one even, I don't know. Oh, oh, he does. He does have uh, Kersantan too, I guess. Yeah, Special so K. We'll That's what we said. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I call him Special K. No, I do. Pretty sure I started. <laughs> I do want to see him come back. I love that character. Yeah. And I know who else Ro wants to see again. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Amanda mentioned it in the chat earlier. You introduce some of these characters, and I get then they're gone. Throw us off for no reason, or (laughs) that's another reason. You know, I'll go back. That's why I didn't like the guest stars. It's not like you have to throw out 
you know, so what was I mean, the, one or two yeah. guest stars is fine, but you know, to bring in Jennifer Beals and to kind of give her that mystique and who is she, and then, you know, okay, we got two episodes left. So, it's left, but, so how are you going to wrap up that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Point. It's uh, getting back to Brad's point. You know, I thought they did plan it, but it just it it definitely just it seems like a, like draft one of of a series. Let's put all this stuff in post its. And then try to uh, tighten up the story. No, honestly, let's I just do it. I think that this Grogu thing is a problem too, because I mean, it sounds like we have to go see Grogu now. Yeah. Uh, because Mando is not going to help until he goes to see Grogu, and that's not something you say to do off camera. You know, I, I think that's no. I think that would be dumb to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like playing the Mando music and not having Mando come in. I mean, you mentioned Grogu, and then don't show Grogu, and then that's <coughs> not gonna, it's not going to go well for you. Yeah. You know, is, is that a tease though for season three of Mando? But yeah, I think that I think that's I don't back think, to because Mando. he says he has to go there first. I, I'm pretty sure the next episode is going to be Max Rebo's backstory. Uh, <laughs> it, could it could be. How I actually, I actually thought that with Mando getting you know practically, he had to get up Jabba's sail. He was on the sail barge when it blew up. <laughs> so the next, so he's going to be in the sand. Some Tuscans are going to get him. He's going mm-hmm. to do the bard he thing. He's going to root him over with his organ playing. Yeah. And he's gonna Liz- Lizard's going to go in his nose. We're going to see Max Rebo in Bacta in the next episode. I'm I actually thought that with Mando practically cutting his own leg off with the, oh, with the lightsaber, with the dark saber, that he was going to have to go into the flashback to tank and we we're going to get some Mando <laughs> backstory. No more. No more. You know, Adam brings a good point, though. <laughs> Mandalorian did say, I got to yeah. visit a, a, a friend first. So, if next episode is it's Mandalorian going back to go see Grogu and say hi to Luke, and then the last episode, see, here's what I think: I think you get like five. I think you get like five to ten minutes of Mando and Grogu and Luke. I think that Luke maybe gives him some dark saber pointers uh, because he's having such trouble with it, and I don't think he really resolved that at the end of this episode. So I think that you get a little bit of that. And then hopefully you're back to the Boba stuff. <laughs> and I, I, and I think that, and this, then that leaves one that episode. That, <laughs> I know that's the problem. That's what I'm saying that that's the problem with this whole Grogu thing. If that's what they're doing. And like I said, I don't see how they do it now without visiting Grogu after he says that. I can't wait for the show to end. <laughs> can't you wait can, for you... Mando. I can't wait for Mando season three. That's all this episode did. I don't even care about the last two episodes. I was like, just get me to Mando season three already, because I am so in love with that character. God, you complain a lot. I do. <laughs> I have standards. You know, I'm that's sorry. The other, I'm, sorry. I'm not going to love everything you throw at me. I'm just not. I'm not. That's the only real that. problem with this whole thing is that you know we're seeing a lot of stuff that really should have been Mando season three. You know, this Mando and Grogu stuff. This should have been Mando season three, mm-hmm. and we're splicing it into this, and now we're getting into problems. I think so. Yeah. Uh, you know, while I really loved this episode, well, I loved this episode. I did. It's really it didn't belong here. You know, this no. isn't the place for it. So I almost thought that this should have been like the final, almost like a like a like an epilogue at the end of everything that yeah. we know. You know, mm-hmm. and that kicks it into Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I, I love. I want to go. I, I want to come back. You know, obviously when everything is is said and done and and see how we feel after two episodes after <clears throat> these last two episodes go and see if it was all worth it um 
I'd like to welcome Luke Skywalker. Thank you very much, <laughs> Master Skywalker, for joining us. Uh, Br- Brad, Brad just is- gave up. Oh, he did? Okay, my thing is is that, perfect example, our lovely friend Extra Techie, he posted a story on his Instagram of a TikTok video of people in a bar apparently watching this episode and people just losing their minds in that first 60 seconds when they see him, Mando. And it's like, I'm not seeing that for Boba. You know what it is to see that level of excitement for this mm-hmm. character that the show is not even about? Yeah. It's very telling to me. So, should, this should not have been called the Book of so Boba Fett. The, Book of Mandalore so the, or something. I don't know. The pamphlet of Boba or, Fett. Yeah, I don't know. This <laughs> one thing, one thing they did mention. They, the 8 they by 10 flyer that, for Boba yeah, Fett. <laughs> his, his back to healing is finally done. Mm-hmm. So maybe that means that he can finally be unleashed uh, and finally be a badass. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. He let they, the tiger out they, of the cage. They, yeah, they yeah. finally did say his back to healing was complete. I agree with that. Now he can actually I, I, be a badass. Yeah, I, I think I think we're actually I think we're definitely moving forward here, which is what um, you know. I was very interested in this whole current age storyline with you know the huts and all this <laughs> right. other stuff. Very interested in that, huts. and I just think that they spent way too much time in in the in flashback the to Tank, and mm-hmm. you know they could have told that same story without spending so much time there you know and and that's one of the things that bothered me that first episode was very short and we got two stories the flashback and the present day stuff and it was like your you know your excitement was like i'm i'm invested in this story oh wait you're not going to get a, uh, the end of it for this episode. Oh, okay. So let's go to the future. Oh, oh my God. I'm invested in this part of the story. Oh, we're going to end it now. And I think that set the stage for the rest of the episodes forward from that point, because we never did get like a real good resolution to anything um, up until this point. And then now we've got uh, a chapter of this series that doesn't really relate to anything that we've seen so far. So it's like they're throwing us another curveball. They're, um, I can't believe I'm going to say it. They are subverting our expectations. Oh, no. Oh, no, bro. We all know. That's, that means nothing but good things. <laughs> word. Oh, and if man. you don't like it, you're a yep. sexist. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and I will but... say, and I have said, by the end of this show, if these next two episodes do blow me away, not that I believe in a right or a wrong but I would be fully willing to admit, okay, good. I'm glad the way I will. Okay. Now I can see it as a whole. This is so much better, but we'll see. I feel like I can't say anything and have an opinion until the show actually is done. I think this really would have benefited from being released all at once. If it was going to be so out of order. Adam, say something positive. So we can end on this damn thing on a positive note. I don't know. What we're <laughs> I love Din. I mean, I mean, honestly, like I said before, I I do like this show, you know, and I I know that I'm kind of I like this it. show. I, I really do. I'm like, <laughs> I, it has problems, and I've I've said those, you know, ad nauseum at this point. But I do like the show overall. Um, I just think that maybe it could have been put together differently. Maybe yeah. some stuff 
made it to the final cut that should have been on the cutting room floor. Um, this last episode was incredible. Some of the best lore of Star Wars on TV yeah. I've ever That's seen. Ever That's seen. Right. Yeah. Um, live action or animation. Some of the best lore is in this episode right here. So, I mean, this episode had so many great things. Bryce Dallas Howard should be locked up. They need to get her under some type of contract to do I, more Star Wars because she gets it. She knows what this stuff is supposed to be, what it's supposed to look like, the stories that we want to see and be told. She, she gets it. So get her under lock and key for, for a while. Um, but yeah, this episode was incredible. Show overall, I think, is still good. I, I still like it. Still have problems with it. But still like it. So it's just weird that we all like this episode, and somehow still this show feels so negative. <laughs> Stream feels so negative. But I did. I loved this episode. I had very, very, very little complaints, even on the technical aspect of it. Scare of Stockholm syndrome right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the show's got two two episodes left. We'll see. Uh, you know, I, I I think um, I think they really do have to ramp it up. And I think if if we're going to take any uh, stock into what Rodriguez said as far as over delivering, it has to be on this episode, on, on these last two shows. By the way, I don't take Robert Rodriguez for his uh, at his word on anything. Right I mean, now, so. I mean, none of it, none of <laughs> I, them. No, but... I, I really don't because I I think I hate to say that he flat out lied, but I mean objectively none of that stuff that he said was true <laughs> you know very upset uh, so i don't know if it was some weird editing thing where he was talking about some previous cut of whatever <laughs> release weird. the rodriguez cut i don't know <laughs> but let's start that, that one nothing start he said. <laughs> I, it was like a week before the show came out and he started saying that stuff. and i don't know what he's talking about but flat out none of that was true so i'll take him at his word for yeah. anything right now <laughs> So what if the last two episodes are so phenomenally good? Will that change your impression on the rest of the show and say, oh, my God, it's it's a slow burn, but you got to watch it because it was no. so worth it? Not for me. <laughs> Brad? The fourth quarter of football is all that matters, right? That's the, the first three quarters don't matter. It's just the... I don't well, know you would means. know that, Rose. I, I, <laughs> I assure you, Rose, that's true. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I don't know. Uh I'm with Adam. I, I don't sound positive on this at all, but I don't. I'm not going to. I don't dislike this show. I can't go as far as Adam saying I don't dislike this show. Um, could it have been a lot better? Absolutely. Um, and I think. I don't know how, but if anybody can do it, it's this creative team to make this a, a satisfactory show by the time all is said and done. And I hope so. I think one of the things that is also upsetting me, and I think it's the same thing that's upsetting Shanti, is that I, I want to love it. I, uh, you know, even when The Last Jedi came out, I was at the theater with all my friends. I wanted to love it. And um, that's what's upsetting I'm, me. Right. And, and, you know, and I'm just not feeling it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always excited to see anything new Star Wars related. Um, and uh, these last two uh, episodes, when they come out, uh, you know, next Wednesday and the Wednesday following, we'll be right back here uh, talking about that. And again, just quick little announcement. We're going to be doing our Scarif Live on Saturday nights, uh, 7 o'clock instead of Sunday, um, to help out uh, people's schedule. But, um, yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm also of the... Uh, 
you know, I'm not hating the 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 show. Um, I'm just, you know, I think I expect more from it, um, especially, you know, because I think by this time they should have ironed out all the problems that they might have had in The Mandalorian to make this, you know, shows to me have to be better. They're incrementally you know, higher in production quality and storytelling. We know the team behind these the, these shows, so what's going on? I'm going to say this for the teens and the 20-somethings on Twitter. Having critiques is okay. Yes. It doesn't mean you hate anything. It's allowed, and it's just part of discourse and conversation. So, Absolutely. And... That moment of Zen was brought to you by the Scarab Scuttlebutt Podcast and from a certain point of view. And speaking from a certain point of view, Adam, before we uh, sign off, I want to let uh, people know how uh, they can find you and what you guys have coming up, you and Josh. Yeah, so uh, you can find us, excuse me, you can find us on uh, our website, facpov.com. We're also on Twitter at at certainpovpod. Uh, We've got coming up, we a lot of the same type of conversation coming up on this show she'll be out tuesday night and uh taking a little bit of a week off i'll be down in florida doing some disney stuff uh very next nice week. so we're gonna take a little break after that but then we'll be back and uh, i believe we're talking some harry potter when i get back oh. <clears throat> moist <laughs> harry potter <laughs> so, and yeah. uh that's great and uh, Shanti, I know you and Alan are also uh, up to no good over yep. at Press Play Streaming Studios. What do you guys have planned? So I we're doing an '80s trivia next Thursday. Adam, is, uh, Alan's putting that together Jeopardy style. Oh, nice! But <clears throat> shout out to Amanda and Galaxy of Queers because myself and lovely Lunar Girl we're going to be on her show tomorrow to talk about the very damaging but wonderful <laughs> never-ending story. Very nice. Very so that'll nice. That'll be fun. Cool. Cool beans. And Brad, what did uh what uh Mexican uh food did you just order? Mm. Well it just came in. This was you know, that's that's how we end this on a good note. I got uh, a chicken and, and, and chorizo burrito bowl. Chorizo. <laughs> You're so adorable. I love the way you said that right now. So we've got we- some we've got some nachos and chorizo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chorizo. Oh, chorizo. I got some chorizo and some chicken. Okay. All right. So it's going to be good. All right. You're crossing um, that line, Brad. You're crossing that line. It's not my fault. And canceled. And not the first time. Won't be the last. Uh, I'm crying. Uh, oh, man. And, um,. As far as I love you, Brad. I love you, Brad. Just just (laughs) say it. Just say it. Just say it. But uh, again, uh, we just. uh, What is today? Today is Saturday. Uh, Thursday, we dropped our uh, wonderful episode uh, that uh, Shanti spearheaded with uh, Andrew from Coruscant Radio Underground and Science Fictionary. And Are you Andy, at Shanti? no, I'm Are laughing you? at myself. Yeah, oh, okay. she. I let her host two shows. Um, this week <laughs> we dropped the first one, and she did a fantastic job. I loved it. Um, they talked about pirates, and 
Um, the amount of knowledge between Andrew and Andy was amazing. I was editing, putting that show together, and I was just in awe at the deep knowledge that they had on pirates, and not just, yeah, not just uh, you know your usual uh, general audience uh, pirates of the Caribbean uh, Johnny Depp stuff, but I mean they went deep and uh, really talked about the history and uh, the different pirates between regions and things like that, the politics of pirates. Uh, really great episode if you guys uh, are into pirates. And who isn't? Uh, check out uh, the latest Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. Um, I'm also going to uh, drop all of our Scare of Lives uh, reviews, uh, Boba Fett Refresh, um, as podcast episodes. So if you're uh, out there shoveling snow this winter, you want to catch up on reviews, um, I will go ahead and put those in, in our SoundCloud account so uh, you can listen to them um, at your leisure. And um, next week, I got another episode. Uh, again, Shanti hosts and uh, talks uh, Twilight Zone with our friend and Patreon, The Frank 402. Is it Frank for the Frank 402? Yes, Frank 402. Yeah. Um, not to be confused with the Frank 404 because that is an HTML error. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Or yeah. the Frank. Wow. Hold over here, Ro. Someone get the hook. Someone get the hook. All right, guys. Everybody in the chat, thank you very much for joining us on tonight's Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. A little Boba Fett refresh. I am Ro, that's Brad, Adam down there, and the wonderful Shanti, Selena Kyle 29. Take care, everybody. May the force be with you. And that is the scuttlebutt. Love you guys.